so who has the first question? I wish it was, Larry. Next question. What are our plans for the Rift expansion pack? Um, our plans are it's already pre-purchased. Um, we're ready to go. There's going to be a little bit of time when we're having to input all the new stuff that's in the game. Uh, we can't really talk about it because everyone that's in it is bound by NDA, so we can't really tell you all the cool stuff, but I can tell you that there is cool stuff, and we're going to probably move the Conquest Knight into invasions of that new content. Um, we've been doing the Conquest Knight on Wednesdays to kind of bide time while we wait for the expansion to come out, and I think that it'll be a lot of fun to, to go venture through that um, PvE content with a, a huge amount of people. Okay, so Victor asks, how much does Gashia cost you personally? Um, this is kind of an interesting topic. Um, if I make any money on Gashia, the IRS hates me. They, they want to strip me of all everything and, and take me to the cleaners. Um, I got to try not to make money with Gashia, which is rather fun when people are offering sponsorships and stuff like that. Um, I do a lot of business trade. Um, and that gets me around the tax repercussions. Um, I have considered turning into a nonprofit agency or a not for profit, um, but still, it's it's just a whole lot of work and a whole lot of dealing with IRS when I really don't want to deal with the IRS. Um, you know, my divorce put them on my radar quite intensely, and I fought the last five years to get out from underneath all my debts and everything. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty done with them. <laughs> but to Canada. Uh, yeah. But to to tell you how much it cost me, um the past few years I've spent over ten thousand dollars a year on the Gashkia. Um through travel, um, hotels, um, trying to meet with people, um, the the press kits that I send out, the the various media kits I send out to game companies. Um, signage, all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's a lot of expenses that go with it. Um, but it's it's Don't really forget my donations. Um, yeah, we we do do our charities, um, which are are, are a great passion to me. Um, you know, we first got on the chart the charity thing when we we blew up in Rift. I mean, when we first launched in Rift, we gained thousands of members like overnight. It was excessive. If anyone remembers. Ventrilo, it was like a concussion grenade going off. It was intense. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, when we had all those people together, you know, I was talking to, to Abigail, who was the community manager over at Tryon, and they were going to do the Extra Life event for the first time. And they're like, you know, would Gashki be willing to help us with this? And I said, sure, you know, we'll give whatever publicity we can towards it. I mean, that's a great cause. So we did our first Extra Life event, raised over $8,000 for the Extra Life program. Um, with the, those people that pretty much were freshly into Rift. Um, you know, we had a lot of PS gave us a great uh, place to donate to. Um, he knew some people that were at a, I believe it was a Dallas hospital, and we basically devoted our any funds that the, the guild made towards it. Um, and, you know, it, it was a really good feeling to see so many people come together. It was very well received, so well received that we decided to do our own event, and that was the the stuffed animal zerg that we did and we pretty much ordered stuffed animals from Kohl's which 100% of the proceeds went to a charity to begin with. Then we turned around and donated those stuffed animals to various domestic violence and uh, children's shelters. Um, 
And, you know, that went over really well. I, I've got pictures on the site of my entire living room filled with boxes, filled with stuffed animals. I mean, thousands of them. It was amazing how many stuffed animals we pulled in. And uh, I plan on doing that one again. That was a lot of fun. Uh, I think next time I'm going to have them shipped direct. But, you know, <laughs> that was a, a little weird driving down the freeway with a freaking thousand stuffed animals stuffed in your trunk, you know. It's kind of looks weird. But, uh, yeah, it, it is an investment. But to me, it's a hobby. And, you know, some people spend that much money on cars. This is my hobby. It's what I love to do. And if it means one person has a memory in their life that was good, then it's worth it. So, Reiko asks, who's in charge of the Dagger teams and will there be training for it? Dagger teams are pretty much something that we will begin to use once we get the main core understanding of the battlefield and how it works. Um, I w if you're interested in running a Dagger squad for me, please, by all means, come talk to me. I'd, I'd love to hear about it. Um, the thing that we had in Warhammer with these daggers was these were teams of, of friends, mostly. It was five guys that would stick together, six guys that would stick together, and they would run as a pack. And uh, we had two different things. We had the wolf packs, which was basically a five to ten man group, and then we had the dagger squads. The dagger squads were pretty much bomb groups. They were set up entirely Everyone knew what everyone was doing so that they would light up the back lines um, when we needed them to. And we'd use the, the mass pug, which generally doesn't have the, the skill to, to you know, do the, the really cool maneuvers that these, these dagger squads could. But the dagger squads would sweep in there, hit the back lines, take out the healing, and then, the, you know, the pug wins. And then, you know, these people that, you know, have little to no skill at all are now having this glorious battle and everything's going great and they're like telling their friends and telling the, the media telling whatever that how awesome of a time they had and that's really what the dagger squads were designed to do is to kind of tip the scales um, from being just another battle to being one of those epic adventures that you had and that you go and tell your coworkers about you know it's they get if they're properly placed they can be Everything that you need in, in to break the back of a of a zerg, um, it's just a matter of having the right placement. Um, most likely, sometime next month, I'll begin trying to do a little dagger training. I'll probably base it out of my my event that I'm playing music on, uh, and we'll start you know roaming around together, um, setting up basically a, a assault on every supply camp at the same time, and getting our timing down doing things to confuse the troops. Um, you've got to be quick, you've got to be fast, you've got to be effective. So, and the biggest thing is that you have to be in constant communication with the raid leader. Um, it's not a freelancing. How many members does the Guild Wars 2 side have? We are at 1,300 right now, as of today. A little over. And of which, I think only a total of, I'd say a rotating slash floating amount of two to 250 of them actually come into raid call. Yeah. But again, you know, we are a casual gaming community, so people sometimes will play an hour a week. So it's, uh, and then people disappear from once at a time. So it's, it's really something that will, you'll see people, you'll see them disappear, then they'll come back. Um, we have some members that came back to us from DOC days here in Guild Wars 2 that we haven't seen ever since. Regarding social events on the calendar, we do our, um, Tyrion, uh, Conquest, I think is what I call it. Tuesday nights, the Tyrion campaign. Um, that 
is kind of a progression across the various zones um, of this of Guild Wars 2. Um, those are pretty much designed to be events where we can not be so tight on the ropes, let people talk, let people have fun, let people enjoy each other, get to know each other. Um, that's kind of our social hour. Um, we also have the crafting events that are really good for, for getting to know people. Um, the once a month meetings with the round tables are going to be pretty much a social event as well, uh, where you'll get to be able to meet people uh, that, you know, play the same way that you do. Now, the overall vision for World v. World, um, I do have a, a vision, but, you know, before we learn to run, we need to learn to walk. Um, I need to know that if you get separated from the pack, you know how to get back to us, not necessarily by the, the regular road, but by the alternate roads. Um, there's a lot of alternate paths in World v. World, and a lot of people like to stick to the main roads, and I can guarantee you, if you stick to the main roads, you're going to end up dead, and you'll end up separated from us. Um, you got to learn the alternate paths. you got to learn when to hit, when to retreat, when to, when to fight, when to die. Um, there's a lot involved there. I want to make sure that everyone knows how siege weaponry works. Um, I do want to give arena net some more time because there's a lot of things that need to be fixed that aren't quite fixed yet and it's you know we can go blue in the face you know beat each other up over it or we can wait until it's fixed and just continue learning the game um, we're only in the second month so it, it's very new um, I think by the end of the first year we will probably be in the top 10 um, it's just going to take take a little time it's going to take the the top dogs to uh you know, start thinning out. I mean, as the game gets older, people are going to go play something else. I mean, but, you know, that's just natural progression there. So Reiko asked, what's the rule on claiming participation night when you cannot get in? Uh, for our family events, I have allowed people that are queued up to claim participation as long as they are honestly queued up. I can tell you right now that I frown very, very, very much upon people trying to game my system. Um, if there's no honor, then what are we? So, you know, it's... I have no qualms in kicking somebody out that's being dishonorable. I have several things on the website built in that will alert me when somebody's trying to scam the system. Um, it's it's not something that I would encourage anyone to do. If you think that something's doing it wrong, check somebody. You know, don't, don't do something that you think is going to compromise your, your position here in the family. I was somewhere on this list and then it just jumped off. Okay, our fundraisers to this point for Victor, um, we do them very carefully so that no money ever touches my hands. We use coals as the means for people to buy the stuffed animals and they would ship them here to me and then I would distribute them. Being no money actually changed hands um, from the, the person that paid for the stuffed animal to the person that distributed the stuffed animal. Uh, it doesn't involve the IRS. Took me a little bit of legwork to figure that out, but uh, we managed to find that out. Um, for the Extra Life event, we just point people in the right direction. Extra Life handles the rest. That's even text deductible. Um, complete write-off for you. So um, that's pretty much how we've been doing it up to this point. We keep the money out of my hands, and that way nobody can accuse me of embezzling from a charity. So that's pretty much where that stands. Okay, for the Rift family membership, we have 980 active members of the Rift family. Uh, we are still over 2,340 characters in the active family. I remove anyone that's older than 90 days um, that hasn't played. 
so that those numbers are when you look at the the roster numbers they're the most active ro roster numbers those are people that have played in the last three months so that's you know quite a bit of people regarding Gilbert's 280s I have no idea um, does anyone know a lot lot can you tell you can look at your roster yeah there what was the question level 80s uh, Goshkin, Gilders too. We have a whole lot. They, they can only tell for their representation. Only the elders are in all four. Yeah, eighties. I would we have. have I would put a guess as to close to four hundred. Soul, for your yeah, question, no ETA yet. Uh, Kamiya, there is a place. It's on the leadership section under the about menu. Um, that will pretty much outline exactly who we are, what parts of the house we're we're a part of, um, and then you know the the meetings that we have on the uh, the tenth, and then every month following um, will be another great way to get to know them. Uh, Windshear, can you restate your question about Guild Wars Two with doing PvP? Well, I on the fence about joining, and I was just wondering. I'm. I don't have the reaction time for PvP, and I was wondering if you can play Guild Wars 2 and be effective without actually doing the PvP part of it. Yes, the PvP oh, side of it is probably about maybe 10% of the game. There's a lot more PvE content than there is PvP content. But what I can tell you is if Jexia can, can play PvP and enjoy it, I'm sure you can too. Um, there's some good fun to be had. It's a little confusing at first, but we have a great time. It's it's very friendly. I try to take care of everyone, whether you're the, the worst player to ever set foot on a PvP battlefield. I want to make feel like a champion. So um, don't let that scare you off. You can have some fun there, too. It's the same case with Jexia. She said she'd never play. She hated PvP, couldn't stand it, and we forced her into it, and now we can't keep her out of World v. World. Yep. Um, yeah, she swore up and down that she would never World v. World, and now you can't keep her out of it. So, uh, Wendell, uh, you wanted to know about Rift Fine Side. Just hit Shift-G in Rift and look for the Goshki. We should be number one. Uh, I believe that we and our sister guild, the uh, Philanthropy, are still number one and number two. Uh, Philanthropy recently joined the Tuatha, finally, and uh, now that we have both sides of the house all together, um, we're able to, to really kind of have a, a more united front where one side isn't bigger than the other. There's no, oh, D side, G side, you know, the, the whole rift there was really rough on the family, and I'm really glad to see that divide gone. Uh, so yeah, we'd love to have you. If, you. if you're interested in playing rift, we've got plenty of room for you. Um, we did find that there is a max size to Rift Guilds. If you break 4,800 characters, it ends up breaking the XML file, which when the XML file breaks, the site can't parse it. When the site can't parse it, nobody can get promoted. When nobody can get promoted, you're all staying still. Either that or we have to go through the roster by hand and promote everyone. With 4,800 people, that's a pretty long roster. I really wouldn't want to have to build fog for that. And Katara... I would say get with any of the events 
or get with one of the roaming dagger groups that goes out. A lot of these guys are always looking for people to come play, whether you're a PvP veteran or if this is your first time. So I would say if you want to have an enjoyable experience, you don't want to be confused and you want sort of a, a person to handhold you for a bit until you get familiar, I would definitely go out with one of the uh, the events or one of the dagger groups that love to roam around and, and show people the ropes. We got lots of people that... Uh, Lots of people that are eager to show others how to how to succeed and, and player versus player. And let me kick in uh, Guild Wars Two One Hundred One next week Sunday, six p.m. Server is doing. Uh, Victor is going to host since I don't know anything about this topic, but a world for, versus world topic. Right. Regarding the elders in Rift, we have uh, Lisa or Doctor Fixit, Prissy, Dawn, myself. Uh, Bess, Selrina, Leonar, Berga, Bosvi, Izzy, um, Jexia, all. and uh, I think Dargren is still there as well. Uh, and Blood Maw. And Blood Maw, yes. Pops. Pops as well. So yeah, quite the majority of us are still in Rift as well. Um, I've got to get on the phone with my daughter, so if somebody else can answer some of these questions, that would help a lot. Tell her gosh, oh, Kia loves her. Oh, Bess, I uh, sent you a mail on the site. They should just drone us out there. I've finally reached level 80. Congratulations. Congratulations. Welcome to the 80 circle. Now I'm Where wondering, do what off? do I... Where do you leave off? Farm level your exotics. People playing Rift still? Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm there right now. Quite a few of them. Quite a few of them. I can't, even look, I can't even look at a subscription game anymore. <laughs> what to do? I could queue up for Worlds as World and just hope I get in. <laughs> you can work on your achievements. Storyline, finish off a different zone, crafting. Um, you still get levels. Uh, when it comes to skill. a single. Make an alt. I have an alt. <coughs> Actually, this right, was my alt. That well, that didn't take long. Back. That was quick. Yeah, no answer. We just milled around and chit-chatted, so you can just take off where you were. Alright, so let me figure out if I can find where I was. Are we still trying to get an overnight crew for World v. World? We have an overnight crew for World v. World, but if you'd like to join, feel free to join. Um, S has a commander icon, and he's actively leading events overnight. Um, I'm trying to step up and lead a couple here and there when I can, and keep my eyes open. Uh, Viral asks, is there a way on the trading section of the website to request more than 10 of a crafting material. Earlier this week, some people started crafting and hundreds of mats were being sent to them. Took quite a while to give credit to everyone, 10 at a time. Um, certain materials are limited to 10 at a time for a reason. Um, it's What happens is a lot of these have, there's two different things that are going on here. You have one, the max order size, and then two, the split size. Like, for a lot of things, if you order 20 of something, it's going to split it into two stacks of 10. Um, it's mainly set that way because people would order 50 stacks of 50, and then you'd have to sort through 50 stacks of 50 when you're scrolling through that list, and the site slows down to a halt. Um, so to avoid that, we basically limited how many people can order. Um, there are certain things that we don't allow more than two at a time, and that's just because we don't want 
people to to hog up all the the certain type of material but i do keep an eye on them and as things are getting filled faster i allow them to be requested more um, if you notice whenever you're looking at an item it'll have a estimated time of fill um, and that will tell you how long it usually takes for somebody to turn around that order so i think i got all the uh the questions does anyone else have a question that i didn't answer how are you feeling right now i guess that's my only question hungry just so you know, I have to say something. It's very important. Someone just mentioned it. If you ever want to get on Ben's good side, get with Don, find a bunch of their local pizzerias, and order him a pizza online and have it sent to his house. It is his favorite and only consumed food. The man has probably single-handedly eaten over 800,000 pizzas in the past year alone. So just put that in your little hat for a while and make sure to keep that as record. Favorite toppings? Connor, Connor, it's yes. uh, 742,000 total. Oh, sorry, 742,000. My numbers were a bit overestimated there. But as for toppings type, uh, if it's pizza and it's edible, it's a yes. No, what uh, make, sure you, make sure it's got no sauce on it. Pizza flavor, okay. pizza. Um, Fireheart asked if I've ever considered making Goshki Company. Yes, I have. Um, it's just a matter of more work on my plate. I'm hoping that once um once my company that i'm working for sells that i'll have the financial stability to be able to start up my own company and possibly take Goshkia and turn it into an actual company um nice. i don't know how that all work um but you know i, I really want to kind of make an impact in this world and i'm thinking that i can go around and pretty much sell my services to gaming companies to, to give them the overhead on, um, you know, what it takes to, to keep a community like ours involved. Um, I think that there's a lot of things that gaming companies are missing right now. Um, big things. And the other thing is, is I really, really, really want to open up the Gosh pub. And, you know, I don't drink at all, but I know that beer in Ireland going hand in hand and being in Portland, there are so many microbreweries here. It would be really easy to to play the market over here. So, uh, Athran, uh, our RP house right now, um, I believe Izzy is one of the only role players we have in Rift, unfortunately. Um, in GW2, that'll form up once the alliances uh, turn on. Uh, we don't want to spread people too thin. Thank you, Fel, for the offer. I may hit you up for that someday. You'll, you'll get the family right. Ben, I sent Sweet. you a PM. Is that a yes or a no? I probably shouldn't. Okay. And I think one thing that I would like to bring up to a lot of the folks that have joined, joined the family is the best and brightest day that I think comes to a lot of us that have been around is when you truly go from saying it's a guild to it's a family. That's, that's what we really aim for. That's the way we play it. That's the way we keep it to the chest. And once you, once you get to that point and you say, you know, this is no longer a guild that I play for. This is a family that I enjoy playing with. That's, I think, when you'll see the big difference and see the whole picture. I mean, quite honestly, the, the thought of turning Goshki into a business is both scary but exciting and the same. I mean, I would love nothing more than to run this family as a job. I mean, that would be paradise for me because then it wouldn't be me trying to do this on the same time of working three other jobs you know it's it'd be able to be committed to this i'd be able to host events all the time do whatever i need to do travel go meet 
you know, game developers, try to help them make better games so that you guys can all have better memories. Um, how do I sleep? I had a daughter that woke up every four hours, like on like clockwork. Um, when you are woken up every four hours for a good three years of your life, you kind of learn how to power nap. Um, and I am a pro at power napping. Ha! Huh. Don't listen to him. He doesn't sleep. Uh, yep. There is rumors. You're right. He doesn't sleep. He power naps. Um, could very well be. I married a woman from the Slovak from Slovakia who grew up just blocks away from Elizabeth Elizabeth Bathory's house. So uh, it could very well be. Yep. Just wait till uh, wait till Juliana starts starts baby dreaming. She's already baby <laughs> dreaming, my friend. She already already there, Connor. You know, <laughs> Connor, if you'd come around every once in a while instead of taking two months and saying, "Hey, I'm gonna be right back. I'll tuck the wife in and then disappear," and you might know these things. Yes, yeah, the Ted. uh you here and Yulishka blah, blah, blah. are looking to have a little one here soon. So. Uh, don't don't worry, blooded. Hey It'll Ben, be... do you mind if I ask a question in in uh, this good. channel? Sure, go for it. Do you ever still consider uh, making that game you were thinking of? I have a game that I've been designing for a long time, but I don't think the tech is there to support it yet. Um, I that's one of the main reasons why I built this family the way I have to build the connections within the gaming industry to continue building relationships with both the media and the gaming companies themselves is because eventually when I can turn this into a business I can turn around and make the game and the game I have planned is going to be the game of all games um, it's going to cater to everyone everyone I've run across is going to be for kids, it's going to be for grandparents it's going to be for everyone in between um, I really want to to make something that lasts in this world and, and gives some people some great memories. But to do that, I think the tech needs to come up a little bit. Cool. How do I balance gaming and family? <laughs> um, my wife games with me. She uh, also is very, very, very busy. Um, work keeps her busy. She also does a lot of recreational stuff as well, horseback riding, all kinds of other stuff. So usually her and I only actually see each other on Fridays and Saturdays. So it's uh, if you try to get me to do something on a Saturday, I usually will grumble at you. Um, is there any more people that need the commander book? Yes, we have a long list of people that are going to get the commander book. I have built a algorithm on the website that keeps eyes on the prize. I can tell you right now that nobody that's been with the family less than three months is going to get a commander book. Um, that's just because I don't want to give somebody a hundred gold commander book and have them leave the family. So that would not be very fun, and it would kind of burn a lot of family members, and I don't want that experience. So um, I, I really have been looking for the people that are making the, the commitment to be a big part of the the community, not just the Goshki, but everyone else. Um, I want them to look at Sanctum of Raw and say, this is my home. I'm going to make it better. Um, and those are the people I'm going to give the, the book to, and I plan on building a little award ceremony for it as well. I really want to highlight the people that are going out of the way to make Sanctum World the best possible community. Extra Life event is next weekend. We have info on the website. You can donate through the charity event link directly on the right-hand side. It's the only white giant box on the whole site. Um, it should be glaring you in the face. Um, we're doing a two-pronged event. first event is going to be in Rift during the AM hours. I'll be hosting a conquest day. We're going to be conquesting out. I'll be playing music, having a good old time. After that, I'm going to go to lunch, and I'll have a pizza nonetheless. 
and then after I eat my pizza, I will be leading a World v. World event for most of the day. Um, so you can all afford that. Yeah, we're probably just going to see, you know, if we can turn 80 in one day. Something like that. I don't know. We'll, we'll have a good time. We'll blow some people up. Maybe whip out like 10 golems and see what happens. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, I do want to see Prissy driving a golem here soon. Um, Prissy just got her book. Congratulations, Prissy. Well earned. And uh, she's going to be leading some events as well. Thank you, everybody. Congrats. Oh, nice. Thank you, Prissy. Steal my line, Connor. One thing that you will see real soon here is now that I have Spartan that has a commander book and I have Prissy that has a commander book, I plan on activating all three commander books on the same battlefield and start working some tactics. Um, Slowly but surely, we're going to work up to it and work back to our old Trinity. Uh, Prissy was one of my Trinity leads back then when Old War was running at my, my... left side, and I, I can't wait to see what happens when we get this thing rolling here, too. The only difference between here and Warhammer is we got three, two opponents rather than just one. It's really not true, Fog. We actually have one opponent. Us and every other red dot. Yes, but when you are going up against Zergs, you have somebody controlling those Zergs. And psychologically, if you humiliate one, that doesn't mean you humiliate both. You've got to find a way to humiliate both. Once you get them fighting on each other, then they're paper. You can push them over. You get to sit back and laugh. I'm going to have to learn how to do that. Generally, just keep smashing. I find the best way to do it is find yourself a nice little tower that's nice and juicy, and they think that it's undefended. Just set up an ambush inside, stick down every siege weapon known to God inside there, and as soon as that door comes, falls down, drop two people off the front end, shut the door behind them, and just blast everything you've got. Just flash fire them instantly, and I guarantee you they're going to be scattered to the wind. I mean, That's there's so many true. times that we've done that, and the the other side's like, what, what the hell just happened? Shock and awe, baby. I get my best results with shock and awe, but not in that way. <laughs> meet my axe shock and meet my axe awe. Well, everyone, I need to head out for dinner, so I'm hoping that you all have your questions answered. Otherwise, feel free to drop me a note on the there's a uh, Ask the Elders forum, and I'll be happy to answer any questions you guys have. Um, never hesitate to jump up in the office and talk to me. Um, we typically try to keep the game talk to a minimum, just because it's kind of distracting when you're working. Um, the office is Don and I's, and soon Esther's actual place where we sit there and we network while we're working. So, um, please be mindful that we are actually at work and doing real work. Um, and we might not be able to jump, drop everything we're doing to help you. But we will do our best to, to help out any way we can. Have fun at your dinner. Thanks. Later, Thanks, fun. Fuck.